Welcome to uh, another full After Hours with me, Rick Kogan. It is jam-packed. I'm sitting here with uh, my old friend, who is indeed the uh, official banjo player of After Hours, Michael Miles. You haven't had a lot of work on the show, because remember, we were chopped up and one hour here, one hour there. Well, we, we, said it, we made it clear that the official banjo player would have no official responsibilities yes, or, or no, expectations. Or, mo- or money, or anything, <laughs> or anything. You are here today with... Uh, with Tim Fox, who is the uh, orchestra director at uh, Glenbard East High School. Tim, how are you? Oh, doing great, Rick. It's an honor to talk to you. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but has Michael been talking all about this official banjo player for the show, or is he... It comes up nonstop. (laughs) (laughs) You two are collaborative. Let Let me ask you how this came to be, Michael. You're doing a show out there on May 11th at 7 p.m. at Glenbard East in Lombard. It is called the Camarado Suite. It is in celebration of Walt Whitman, yes? Correct. Yes, and and the it's a it's a, comp, a four movement composition for banjo, voice, chamber, orchestra, uh, and uh, and then with text by Walt Whitman. The, it's the final stanza of Whitman's poem "Song of the Open Road." Tim, how did you get involved in this? I mean, Michael Cohen said, hey, I want to do this. Have you two collaborated before? I know very little about the history of the two of you. Sure. Uh, um, I had seen Michael perform in various settings, concerts at the Old Town School, and I happened to be a student of his in a class for music teachers on teaching music teachers to teach their students to compose, to write their own songs. Oh, wow. It was a great class. It was so inspiring, and it was... uh, really cool to just watch michael break down how the songs we know and love are put together and uh to design activities for kids of all ages that are are really inspiring and get their creative juices flowing and so after that class he and i got to talking about well what you know what might it be like to work together and immediately michael uh you know sent me a long email hey i've written this piece i've written this piece we could do this we could do this we could do this and uh, so we kind of came up with a plan um where he uh the plan was for him to visit glenbard east several times and he's done uh, songwriting workshops with the kids he's done uh, composition activities with the orchestra kids he did a master class on the bach cello suites uh which he has performed and recorded sure. with some of my cello students and uh and then we've been rehearsing and studying this this piece and so it's all kind of leading up to this this concert on wednesday tell me about the orchestra Sure. So at Glenbard East, we have 125 students in the orchestra program spread across. Is that is that a lot for so a school? We, we do have one of the largest orchestra programs in the state. Wow. Um, and we're really proud of that. We're proud of the fact that we provide a you know a program that any kid can be in regardless of your experience or your background that it's an environment that is you know welcoming to everybody and and some of my students will talk to you about that pretty soon yeah, you have two of them here uh, yeah two delightful um, young women they uh i think you'll enjoy talking with them well, uh, you, you say of any any level yeah I mean, someone can't come to you and say hey like i don't play any instruments but i want to be in they the can. orchestra 
They can really and most of our most of our kids. Uh, so Glenbard East High School is grades nine through twelve, typical for sure. our high school sure. around here. Most of our kids start playing in fourth grade. Uh, we have wonderful elementary and middle school music teachers who train the kids really really well. But we do have kids who maybe move from another district or move from out of state or move from a different country who for for whatever reason just never got a chance to pick up an instrument and we we have a class for that we start those students we provide instruments we give them a chance to play and that in itself is inspiring to me it really is michael what did you think when you first met the orchestra and how did you meet the orchestra was it just a small number in a specific class or did you go hear the entire orchestra play well our first our first rehearsal it was in the in the orchestra rehearsal room which is big and there's you know there are all these students and and the the it's a it's a force to reckon with uh to to be in a room here's like 25 or 30 on the first day uh, of violins and violas and cellists playing and uh, and the sound is the sound is fantastic you know and and taking on a new piece you know we went back and forth with uh, about the key I ri- the original key of this is E flat which is not the friendliest key why not uh, why not well because who... it's not the, the violin has uh, op- open strings that are not flats or sharps they're just uh, and and so the key of D would be easier um, but Tim said, "No, we can stick with E flat." And mm. so the you know the kids were, and so every day when I get there, they practice. They practice the E flat scale. <laughs> they say the notes of the E flat scale. They sing the you know they and they're working on this, and it's a it's a challenge. But they, you know, they embrace the challenge, and you know they show up with their atti- good attitudes and and uh, and put their hearts into it. Now, the show is May 11th at 7 p.m. How many rehearsals have you had and will you have before that? That's coming up very soon. Yeah. So we started working on the piece in classes, oh, a little bit in January, a little bit more in February, um, you know, increasingly into March, April, um, trying to balance it against the other music that we've been studying over the course of the year. Um, these days, it's pretty much every day that we're, that we're working on wow. the piece. Wow, before school, after school, during school? During school. Really? How interesting. And did the kids, and I know it's hard to generalize, but in in general, did the kids take to this? I'm assuming that only certain members of the class, I'm trying to think back to my high school, would say, oh, yeah, Walt Whitman. The name recognition is not that of, uh, of uh, you know. Sure. Um our students in our English classes don't really read much Whitman. Yeah, um, too bad. But he does come up as a historical and cultural figure. Um, we've been reading the poetry uh, even even Friday in class. You know, be- between movements, I stopped and said, "Okay, it's time for us to time for me to read you a stanza from Song of the Open Road." And you know, it's uh, it's you know, you also have it too, so you can follow along if you want. And so, just parsing a little bit of the text every day, the kids are really fascinated by the sound of the banjo. Actually, I have a student in my guitar class who is, um, he's very much a rock guitarist, but... um, Meeting Michael Miles, he said, I'm done with rock and roll music, (laughs) I'm going to play the banjo. He actually said to me, I'm really into that banjo, and we happened to have one sitting around, and I said, hey... Here it is. Go figure out how to do stuff on the banjo. And he came and played the banjo for me on Friday, and he's doing great. So it really is um, 
it really is sending the kids thoughts in whole new directions well, it seems and, to be opening them up musically uh, uh, which is difficult to do because you have such a large group of people i mean you have to uh, be inventive well and that's part of the reason we bring in people like michael and um there is no one like michael that, that's true there is no one like we, michael. you know but you want the students to know the things that are out there and you want them to know the kinds of sounds and the kinds of ideas and the kinds of of things that they can experience if they uh keep an open mind and open eyes and open ears you listeners will hear some of that music. You will meet my two friends, student musicians, Maeve and Kate, both seniors, both going to college next year. Are they your finest students? We have we have Tim Fox. You don't want to say students. They're the greatest students never, I've ever I could had. Never pick and choose among my students. <laughs> I, 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 I like, love and like value children. them all equally. <laughs> but they are. Uh, they've been really important contributors to our program, and they are. We have a, a large student leadership team that kind of helps. Uh, run the show and kate and mave are our co-presidents so they uh do everything from helping to plan social events to helping take attendance to uh helping fix broken instruments well we're going to hear them play too and we're going to hear them talk later in the show because you two gentlemen are here for the and so are they for the entire hour and the long-suffering dad who got them here is also here <laughs> we we're just talking about disco demolition uh you're listening to after hours on wgm we'll be back in a couple of minutes well i am now joined on the show not just by michael miles the official banjo player of after hours among many things and the orchestra director at glenn Bardi's high school uh, tim fox but two of, as he's told you moments ago, two of the finest musicians and <laughs> best people who are part of this orchestra, Maeve Condon, who plays the viola, right? You yes. can Go ahead, Maeve, get it. You can steal time from your the, the adults <laughs> in the room. And Kate Stewart, who vocals, vocals and cello? Yes, both of those. And you're both going to college. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Are you, are you going to pursue? Are you going to pursue music in college? Um, personally, not as a major, but um, I would like to keep it in my life in some shape or form. So the college I'm going to has a community orchestra, so I hope to be involved with How that. long has it been in your life? When did you first start playing? I started playing in fourth grade. Oh, so. wow. Why? Um, well, I'll be my honest. My parents made me do it. <laughs> uh, my parents said do it. Not exactly, but um, one day in class, <clears throat> they have a day where all of the music teachers come to each of the elementary schools and allow students to try out different instruments. And they told us we could get out of class if we went and tried out an instrument. <laughs> classic, um, classic. And I classic. said, sure. And I actually found an instrument that I liked and stuck with it. And I think it's worked out all right. <laughs> Kate, what about you? Um, similarly, I had the same experience get being out in the of class. same <laughs> elementary school district where the music teachers would come and present. Um, all of the instruments for us to try out. I had an older sister who had previously joined the orchestra. She plays the violin. She's incredible, and I liked to follow what she did, but always in a little bit of a different way. So I went with the cello, and I absolutely adore it. (laughs) When you commit to something, to an instrument, and then also commit to being part of an orchestra, it's a pretty serious commitment, is it not? Yeah, um, when you enter, at least in um, elementary school, I remember there were kids who were like, I don't like it anymore, and my mom is making me do it because we already paid the rental fee for the instrument. (laughs) Um, And 
you know, you start out with like a larger group when you begin in elementary school and it starts to whittle down, but then you end up with this group of people who really enjoy the music and love to play their instruments. And it's a really special experience because you spend, Maeve and I have spent almost eight years now with a lot of these same musicians from elementary school and middle school playing music together. What about this experience? And you don't have to say anything nice because uh, Tim Fox, the orchestra director, is here, and Michael Miles, the uh, musician, producer, conceiver of this show. What has this been like? Did you know who Walt Whitman was, for instance? You know, I think we both knew who Walt Whitman was, but it was an interesting experience to get to know his work in a different context than most people usually do. Many people just read the poem, but we and the other members of the orchestra have gotten the opportunity to experience it, not only in the text, because the text comes out in the vocals, but, you know, sort of the sensation of the piece through the music. Hmm. Indeed. Yes, I totally agree. I've had the pleasure of having a wonderful kind of dual experience because I perform both in the orchestra and in the choir. So I've gotten this wonderful chance to really experience the text in choir and to get to know that text really well in that setting and then to pair that with... um, the musical aspect in orchestra because they are both um, very informative to each other and because there's all these wonderful techniques and things that we use in music to enhance the storytelling ability that the text gives us and it's a wonderful experience to be able to work on both sides of that (laughs) tim fox the was the orchestra director at columbert east high school now if all of the young people involved in this thing are as smart and passionate as these guys. You, 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 you might be able to teach this class and teach the work half asleep, couldn't you? I mean, these two these two are delightful in the first place, but that passion I, I, is palpable, I think. We have, we have really <clears throat> terrific students in the Glenbard East Fine Arts program who bring a lot of passion to what they do. And what is great about it is they are hungry to learn, they are passionate about what we do together, and they really love to be together. So for them, it's not just, it's not just about the, the work that we create, but that's, and that is a huge piece of it, but it's also how they are to each other and how they kind of take care of the community and take care of each other. And, mm. and for us, that's you know, maybe even more important than the music. You know, Michael, for you, you have worked with with young people, uh, a considerable number of young people over the years. These two are so impressed. I have not. (laughs) They'll come and say, is this the newspaper? And we don't even give tours anymore. And I go, well, don't get in this business. The passion of these two young women, and I'm not, and Tim is telling me that this is generally true of, of your colleagues in the orchestra. What's it been like for you here? I mean, if you is it palpable for you too when you you were with them? Well, you, uh, I walk into this world, and and I have to give credit to Tim uh, for creating this atmosphere of of agreement. You know, it's this is a room that says yes. This is a room that that uh, makes you feel good to be there. You know, and so what Kate and Maeve are talking about is is. Uh, uh, the the experience of being in this in this room that in in the world that Tim and his colleagues at the at the teaching level set up so that so that it feels good 
it feels good. It's fun, and we're uh, and uh, you know one of the things that I would argue in in these in these uh, classes when I would teach music teachers is like there is there is no reason whatsoever that the process of learning can't be like a thrilling mm. one, you mm. know. Mm. And it's like so if you believe that and you feel it and you at the front of the room have this energy to share, it, it is palpable. It is. It spills all over the room, and and it gets picked up by other people, as opposed to you know, you've had to go to go to class down at uh, down at the court building when you get a ticket or something, and they make you watch the movie, and the teacher there at the uh, for the for, for the speeding ticket class is kind of crabby, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, in fact, I was uh, I was in one class. I'll tell you this story. I was a quick, and they uh, it was a bunch of people. I you had to go to four hours, four hours, right? Went to and, to drive. Yes, for, yeah, because I ran a red light or something. And so here's this, and I'm watching the teacher, and the teacher, uh, she, and, and there's there's a fifty, sixty people in the room. She says, "Okay, we're going to start out with the shapes of signs," and she says, "Now I'm going to hold up a sign uh, with no writing on it. You're going to tell me what it is." About you know, so she holds up a red octagon and says, "Who in this room can tell me what this sign is?" <laughs> and and we who had all just sleepily joined this room like th- three minutes before she walked in, we uh, we linked arms, and no one would tell her. <laughs> It was a be- it was a beautiful experience, and I thought, no, oh, this is you know this is like this is not the teaching day that Tim has, for example, because you know it's there. It's uh, he knows everybody by name, and, sure. and it and it feels like a great but place to often, be. Before we take a break, and you guys are going to be on for the 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 rest of this hour, how often do you play for the public? I mean, it's a different kind of thing, is it not, ladies, to to play for your parents and your classmates? And 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 play a public concert as this is going to be on uh, May eleventh. Get well, nervous. Um, I usually find concerts to be a pretty joyful experience. Yeah. I'm not a person who experiences a lot of stage fright, but that's typically because I feel so well prepared um, because of all of the work we do in class, and it feels like a joyful sharing experience most of the time we do um a few concerts every year we do one in the fall one in the winter spring and then an end of the year concert concert. comes out to about four yeah Uh, have you done them during the pandemic is that that's kind of obviously chopped into school well um some of them we did have to cancel Mm -hmm. i remember um we have our orchestra invitational concert that was scheduled for May 13th, or maybe it was May 12th. May, March 12th. March 12th. March 12th. Pardon me, March 12th. But I remember, you know, as that this was 2020, as yeah. things were starting to shut down. So I remember going to Mr. Fox's office and being like, Mr. Fox, is there a concert tonight? And he was like, I do not know. <laughs> um, so for a while, we did have to stop having concerts, but more recently, we've been able to pick them back up, which is really exciting. You, you must really be looking forward to this May 11th concert. Mm-hmm. You will, ladies and gentlemen, hear more from these uh, bright, passionate young women and these older, also passionate uh, music guys, these music adults, uh, after the news and some commercials, and you will hear. Uh, Michael will explain what we will hear, but you will hear some of the concert that's going to take place on May 11th at 7 p.m. How do people, can people, how do people go to this? 
So uh, the concert takes place in the beautiful Beaster Auditorium at Glenbard East High School, which is at 1014 South Main Street in Lombard, uh, just north of Roosevelt Road. And uh, concert starts at 7 p.m. Tickets will be available at the door. Uh, they're $3 a piece. It is a, a student concert, so we keep it affordable for everyone. People can also pre-order tickets at our website, which is gefinearts.org, gefinearts.org. You can pre-order there. Fantastic. We are going to hear some news and get some commercials and return with these uh, these passionate musicians. Tim, what do you play? Well, music teachers have to play a little bit of everything. I, I grew up playing the trumpet, uh, but these days my my specialties are more the cello and the guitar. Fantastic. Uh, we'll be back. Stay tuned. I will tell you that uh, Camarado Suite will be performed Wednesday, Wednesday, May 11th at 7 p.m. at Glenbard East High School in Lombard. You have been listening to the man who has conceived this show, Michael Miles, the greatest banjo player in the world, <laughs> and the official banjo player of this very program, uh, orchestra director Tim Fox, who's been there for close to 15 years, right? And who, if you've been listening to him, is just sounds like everything a teacher should be, man. And my two real friends about to go to college, Maeve Condon, and Kate Schuert, who are Mae plays the viola, Kate sings and plays the cello. Uh, I'm very excited for this thing. I, I know you are too. And as you ladies said, this is the perfect way for you to end for a time your high school music experience. Did I ask you, Kate, are you going to continue music? Uh, I'm not continuing it as a major for my career, but I definitely plan to keep singing and to keep playing um, extracurricularly in college. Finding maybe a chamber group or an orchestra to play with and some people to sing with is definitely going to be a part of What are you going to major in in college? I'm majoring in dramaturgy and criticism at uh, the theater school in DePaul. Wow. And you, young lady? I am majoring in history at UW-Milwaukee. Wow. Uh, the future, I think, is in good hands. Don't you agree, Michael Miles? I'm serious. I really. I'm. This is this is Rick being genuine. Yes, I think we could just put um, Maeve and Kate in charge, and the world would be better. No doubt about it. <laughs> Michael, you must get such. A, it must do you so good in your soul and your heart and your head to work with people like these two young ladies oh yeah it's an honor it's an honor for me to uh to do this i i have worked with um professional orchestras and string quartets and it's it's complicated and it's and it's on the clock and and here at the at the high school level we it's a little more humane yeah (laughs) and and you know we get to talk about things like dynamics we get to talk about what it is this is about and why it matters a little more human too not just humane it's a little more human and tim you must what a job you have well uh it's a it's a blast to come to work and and do this and um, provide an avenue for these young people to make this community and and make this music together and and I should say I I'm 
so privileged to work with other people who do an amazing job with this stuff. I have amazing music teacher colleagues at Glenbard East High School. Um, three of them in particular were hugely helpful in preparing the vocalists for this. Um, mm. I want to shout out Brandon Ka- Brandon Cat and Marissa McLean and Lydia Walsh Rock, who uh, have done an amazing job training the singers to operate at a really high level. And uh, we, uh, you know, teaching is uh, teaching is a ton of time. Teaching sure is, is um, a lot of a lot of things coming at you every day, and um, th- you move fast, and things are at times um, intense, but. Uh, I I love working with our students, and to be able to work with somebody like Michael on this project has been a, a true thrill. Well, I have the I have the feeling that this might not be your last collaboration with Michael Miles. I, I certainly I, hope you. I like. have that feeling. I have that feeling. I just want to thank you all for coming in. I know you. Some of you had to drive. Some of you can take the L. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to yeah. everybody. We're going to end with another thing that my friend Krista Flores, the engineer here, uh, was able to get from my caveman-like uh, expertise with the Internet. And we'll play a couple of minutes of uh, of Camarado, The Road. And then we will uh, say goodbye to these nice folks. Thank you.